Today we're about two-thirds way through our spiritual checkup, and we know that Jesus changes everything as we follow his life's rhythm, which is up in worship and prayer and into community and out on mission. And so far we've examined, you know, what is worship and prayer like, like in our lives. We talked about that for a couple Sundays. Last Sunday we just started into the inn, into community rhythm, to try and figure out, are we living in spiritual isolation or are we learning how to live in a Christ community and find life? Next Sunday, Pastor Mark, pastor of Mission Outreach, will begin helping us evaluate our out-on-mission rhythm. And he's actually going to give us an out that we can all do, every single one of us. So that'll be a lot of fun next Sunday. Today we're going to finish up the in into, into community rhythm and talk about, uh, it's in scripture, it's there, and we kind of know about it in our own personal lives, but sometimes we, we, we don't pay quite enough attention to us. And that is this. A Christ community helps us heal up from our past wounds. So we'll start with a picture of a broken bone. Uh, X-ray of a broken tibia, which is that larger of the two bones in our leg below the knee. Don't know what caused this particular bone break, but as you can see, the bone is broken and it's shifted slightly, meaning the upper and lower parts of the bone are not aligned. They're out of alignment. And of course, the question is, how is this broken bone going to heal best? What's the best approach? We could say, well, this person, you just need to move around. You need to walk three miles a day until the pain goes away. Well, that's not going to help. Bone will never heal up that way. The pain will be excruciating. Or we could say, well, just go and lay perfectly still. Don't move. And then your bone will heal up. Well, the bone may actually mend, but it won't be aligned. It'll heal out of alignment. That could cause problems in the future. So what needs to happen is for the bone to be set. We know about this. You take, make sure the bone is lined up where it's supposed to be. And then it needs to be held steady in that aligned position until the bone mends. And that's how bones best heal. Well, how do we best heal as people when we're broken? Because everybody experiences brokenness. All of us. All different kinds. All different levels. Cancer diagnosis, divorce, miscarriage, childhood struggling, depression, anxiety, job loss, financial distress, chronic illness, abortion, death of parent, spouse, child, or sibling, dementia, abuse, being bullied, unmet goals, addiction, shattered dreams, all different kinds of brokenness that happens to us in life. And then there's a unique kind of brokenness I call hidden brokenness. It's kind of like a stress fracture Sometimes x-rays can hardly pick it up. Uh, no one else sees it, but we feel the pain. So life is going well, but we feel empty. Or we achieved our goals, but now we just don't know what to do anymore. Or we're retired and we're bored. Or there's a wound that happened a long time ago, way back there, but our bitterness about that wound has wounded us more than the original wound. I mean, there's all kinds of brokenness that we experience. And when we experience brokenness, how do we best heal? Do we just keep running through life, doing what we're doing, keeping busy, staying distracted from our brokenness? That doesn't really work. Brokenness is still there, and it just kind of pops up from time to time. But we could shut down. We could shut everybody out and just isolate and hope that somehow everything will get fixed. But isolation doesn't heal brokenness. It actually just makes the pain worse. So somehow, like a broken bone is realigned and set and held steady, the break in place, broken places in our lives need to be realigned and set and then held in place while we get healed up. 
Well, a Christ community sets our broken places back in alignment, and like a cast, it holds us steady while God's Spirit brings healing. So what does that look like? Because we know that sometimes both you and I have made decisions that have caused or contributed to our own brokenness. Well, how is the Christ community going to help us then? And, and sometimes, through no fault of our own, we find ourselves in this incredibly difficult situation that feels like too much. Well, how is the Christ community help us then? Well, God's Spirit guided the Apostle Paul uh, to address both of these types of brokenness in a letter to the New Testament churches in Galatia. And he starts off this way. Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right track. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation. Sometimes we're just overcome by sin. Which means we don't necessarily decide to go against God and his good design for our life, but things get out of control and all of a sudden we find ourselves in a bad place. We missed God's mark. That's what sin is. We just missed it. Well, how do we treat each other in the Christ community when we miss the mark, when we sin? Are we shunned? Are people embarrassed by us? Do people judge us? Do people start talking with other people behind our back about what we've done? No. As Paul advised, in the Christ community, we gently and humbly help each other get back on the right track. The goal is not judgment. The goal is restoration. And then Paul has a little bit of warning to keep us humble. He says, be careful not to fall into the same temptation. We're all made of the same stuff. Paul says, stay humble. That helps us humbly and gently help each other get back on the right path. And then Paul addresses the times in life when everything just spins out of total control. Paul said, share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you're only fooling yourself. You're not that important. Share each other's burdens. Now, burden isn't a word we use a lot in everyday conversation. It simply means something that you carry. So, if you're out in the hills and you go for a day hike, you got a backpack, you throw some sunscreen, some water, some snacks in, you put the backpack on your back, that's a burden. It's a light burden. It's going to be really helpful for you on your hike, water and snacks and so forth. Well, the New Testament Greek word that Paul used for burden isn't talking about a light backpack. Paul is talking about you're out in the hills, you're hiking, and the backpack you have to carry is 100 pounds. You're not going to carry it very far. And if you do, your body's going to pay a horrible price. Paul's talking about the times in life when life has a normal amount of weight, right? There's just a certain amount of stress and challenges in life. But every once in a while, there's a burden dropped on us. Something incredibly heavy. And all of a sudden, the 10-pound normal weight of life goes to 100 pounds. And all, the, all life, the path of life just seems it's all uphill and the weight is too much. And we know it, we don't want to admit it, but on our own, this new weight of this situation is going to crush us. So I look back over my life so far, and to date I figured there's, a, there's at least four times so far that I've had burdens that have happened to me that have been too heavy for me to carry alone. They just have been. And in each case... <laughs> I tried to carry it alone at first. I just did. 
And then in each case, I finally realized, I can't. I will be crushed. And then I let my brothers and sisters in Christ help me carry the load because that's what I needed. Share each other's burdens. Jesus does not ask or expect any of us to deal with these heavy, crushing burdens of life alone. When we belong to Jesus, we also belong to all our brothers and sisters in Christ. And Jesus has designed the church to be a place where we share each other's burdens. We need it. We need help. And sharing each other's burdens is a simple thing. It starts in this simple kind of process. We listen. We pray. We express continued interest. We listen. We don't listen to tell our own story. We don't listen to talk. For instance, if afterwards in the lobby you say, oh, your father has just been diagnosed with cancer, and I respond, oh, my dad had cancer eight years ago, I'm not listening. I'm just listening to tell my story. If I'm listening and you say, my dad's just been diagnosed with cancer, I'll say, oh, tell me about that. Talk to me about what's going on. We're listening to actually listen to the person. And then we pray, which means we realize this burden's too heavy for this person alone. So I'm saying, I'm going to pray for you. you. You may pray for them right then, and then you pray for them during the week. And you basically say, Jesus, this is too heavy for this person. They need your help. They need inner strength. They need other people to come around them. And, and you pray, and then you express continued interest. You don't forget about it. Next time you see them and say, hey, I remember you're talking about that. How's it going? We listen. We pray. We stay interested in each other's lives. And that's what Paul calls the law of Christ. I mean, think about it. Jesus came to this earth to, to give us God's best. And as disciples, then we want to help each other get God's best. And sometimes that means sharing each other's burdens. And they're too heavy. And then Paul adds, this is incredibly blunt. He says, if you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. We're all the same. We all deal with brokenness. We all need healing and mending. So we stay humble. We gently restore each other the right path. And when the burdens are too heavy, we're glad to share. And then the challenging part, at least for me, childish faith hides. Childlike faith seeks community. So childish faith, you know, we make a mistake, we miss the mark, and just like a toddler who's done something wrong, they go and hide. Well, we like to do that. We're embarrassed and we go, I'll just hide and no one will find out and, and somehow it'll blow over. It won't. It doesn't work. Or when a crushing burden is just dropped on us and our first inclination is to say, it's Jesus and me, we can handle this, I don't need anybody. It won't work. It will crush us. We need others. So we want to do what Jesus says is childlike faith. Children know when they need help, right? So when we make a mistake, when we miss the mark, when we sin, or when this crushing burden gets dropped on us that we can't handle, we go to Jesus and our brothers and sisters and say, I need help. Can you, can you bear this burden for me? Can you gently and humbly help me get back on track? And we do that for each other. That's a Christ community. So in a Christ community, we sign each other's lives. So no, I, don't, I don't know if you've gotten a, a cast when you were younger or maybe recently, but sometimes, particularly kids, you know, will you sign my cast for me, put your name on, or something like that. I mean, when I was in elementary school, the most famous kids in the school were the kids with the cast because everybody wanted to sign it, right? Well, in a Christ community, we sign each other's lives. 
when I help humbly and gently restore you, or you help gently and humbly restore me, we sign each other's lives. Or when I have a crushing burden that's too much and you help me, or vice versa, I sign your life, you sign my life. That's what we do. One of the groups at Cornerstone that helps man heal from brokenness is called Samson Society. They meet on Monday evenings. And Pastor Luke works with this group. They listen to each other. They pray for each other. And they express continued interest. And it's a place of uh, great healing. So I said, Luke, have the guys send me some, some of their stories. What's happening in their lives. So one man said, I started coming to Samson about a year and a half ago when my life was a mess. The support, love, and Christ-centered guidance has been a huge part of my journey to be a better man, husband, father, and child of God. Men need support, but we tend to think we can do it alone. Getting around a group of Christian guys and just being honest opens the door to so much healing and restoration. Another guy. Samson is a unique Christian group in that we meet to confess and be honest about ourselves, knowing that God will heal us. I'm amazed that God can heal a deep down emotional wound by talking about it. Another guy, last one. In Samson, I've been able to build friendships based on our common need for Jesus. This is refreshing. We talk about transformation through conversation. Sounds weird, but it works. I have seen how my shame story has impacted so much of my life and over time have found that I'm growing in my trust that God really loves me. A place of healing. One of many places, groups here at Cornerstone. So in Samson Society, they'll often go around and say, why are you here? Hi, I'm Steve. I'm here because I struggle. Luke says, that's what most of the guys say because we struggle in life. That's just life. So I'm going to have you repeat after me. But don't say my name, say your name. Hi, I'm Steve. I'm here because I struggle. That's real church. Stop, stop, stop. It's going to be a really long sermon otherwise. I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you to stop. That's real church. We all need Jesus. We all need each other's help. That's the way it works. So our daily spiritual checkup prayer is, Jesus, I need to be restored gently and humbly. I need help carrying a burden that's too heavy for me alone. Give me childlike faith that seeks community and healing that I need. Guide me to where I can plug in. Amen. Let's start our week by saying this prayer together. Let's pray. Jesus, I need to be restored gently and humbly. I need help carrying a burden that's too heavy for me alone. Give me childlike faith that seeks community and the healing I need. Guide me to where I can plug in. Amen. And that prayer is available online on the website or on the bulletins on the giving boxes. And the question for this week is, how does the Christ community help us heal? Started to talk about it. You can read these five passages this week and get a little deeper, better understanding.